0: Welcome to the Dr. Berg's Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast, where Dr. Berg takes you on the journey for the truth about getting healthy and losing healthy weight. Now, what if I were to tell you that saturated fats are not as bad as they say they are? Would you believe that? Comment down below. I'm curious what your thoughts are. So after this video, I think you may shift your viewpoint on these saturated animal fats because without them, it's very difficult to create health. All of your fat soluble nutrients can be gotten from saturated fats. And I did a whole video on this. If you, if you haven't seen it, I'll put the link down below. But these fat soluble nutrients are crucial for creating so many positive changes to your body. Number two, your immune system will function much better when you consume enough of these saturated animal fats. I mean, let's just take vitamin A, which is so important for viruses, okay? And then what about vitamin D, essential for your immune system. And so going low fat will weaken the immune system. Number three, and this is the biggie, child development, okay? As a woman who's pregnant, okay, it's so important- to consume enough saturated animal fats to provide the nutrients that this growing child needs, especially when you're pregnant and when you're lactating, vital, vital, vital. And so this provides all the raw material that this child needs, as well as the trace minerals and the B vitamins, and especially these fat soluble nutrients. The worst thing that a mother could do with the child is actually go on a low fat diet. Not a good idea. All right. Number four, your skin is a combination of protein and fat. And so without the right fats, your skin is going to look older. It's not going to look youthful. If you want beautiful, youthful skin as you age, you definitely do not want to omit this from your diet. The same thing with your hair. If you're going low fat, it's going to be dried up, brittle, and not look vibrant. All right. Number five, brain did you realize that most of your brain is mainly fat and cholesterol? And so you need DHA, which is an omega-3 fatty acid. For cognitive function, um, what was that? Uh, Memory, focus, concentration, okay? All right, number six, saturated fat, reduce and release bile salts. The very thing that you need to help break down fats is actually made from cholesterol. And that's where bile comes from, cholesterol. And if you don't consume enough saturated fats, you're not going to release enough bile. In fact, one of the symptoms of a low-fat diet is gallstones. What's gallstones? That is a deficiency of bile that causes this cholesterol to crystallize and get really concentrated. So we need fat to help the release of this bile. All right, number seven, calcium absorption. That's vitamin D, right? Without vitamin D, Your absorption of calcium can go down by 20 times. All right, number eight, fat in your food allows you to be satisfied so you can actually do intermittent fasting much more efficiently. Without enough fat in the diet, you're always just going to be hungry all the time. Um, All right, number nine, your hormones, the sex hormones, estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, and also cortisol, all is made from fat. Okay, So without that fat, you're not going to have the raw material to make these hormones. All right. Your mood is affected by certain hormones that are made from fat. When people go on lower fat diets or less animal products, I do know that they get more anxiety. They get more depression. I'll put some links down below so you can see that link. Number 11, your bone health. Why? Because vitamin D is a fat-soluble nutrient, and you need that to prevent osteoporosis, osteopenia, and osteomalacia, which is softening of your bones as well as rickets. All right, 12, your gut health. If you have a gut problem, whether it's inflammation or an autoimmune disease of your gut, and you have digestive issues, bloating, all that, and you just stay away from these animal fats, okay? You stay away from animal foods, oh my goodness, is your gut going to be inflamed even more? So one amazing thing to do if you have an autoimmune condition of your gut is to increase the fat, okay? Not as much protein, moderate protein, but more fat. And you're going to notice that your gut is going to feel really good. A lot of the bloating will go away. I remember having a tremendous amount of gut issues uh, actually in my late 20s and all through the 30s. And it wasn't until I started to increase more fat, I remember eating like hamburger and, and meats and stuff with more fat. I was like, wow, why doesn't my stomach hurt anymore? It felt so good. So in other words, you may find that your gut responds way better to animal fat than any other thing that you can eat. Now, before you leave, I just have to share this one thing with you, which is actually quite fascinating, Okay. Um, There's this thing called the Eat Lancet Commission, Uh, this group that um, wants to basically get the entire planet to uh, eat in a certain way, okay? And they have a lot of scientists lined up, and they have this whole agenda, and it's mostly political. But this is what they're recommending, and you're going to hear more and more about this, which all I'm going to say is just don't drink the Kool-Aid because it's totally not based on any science at all. I'm going to put some links down below. So you can see that uh, it's not just me that's refuting this information. It's some credible scientists, okay? So this is the plan. This is the diet. They they want to put everyone on, okay? Let's start with saturated fats. They want you to consume no more than 11.8 grams of saturated fat, okay? That's 96 calories, all right? That comes out to two and a half teaspoons. And I'm not kidding. Okay. This is not a joke. They think that for your health, that you should only consume two and a half teaspoons of saturated fat, beef, lamb, pork. This is what they recommend. No more than 14 grams. Okay. 14 grams. That's 30 calories. Okay. Now one ounce of meat is 28.3 grams. So what they're recommending, and I'm not kidding, is One half of an ounce of meat, okay, per day, not per meal, but per day. So, in other words, what you're allowed to eat per day is only one mouthful of meat, just one piece of meat. That's it. That's what they think you need to stay healthy. But of course, they do allow you to consume added sugar at 31 grams, that's six teaspoons. So, Explain to me how this is going to contribute to your health. And also explain to me their other recommendation of whole grains being 232 grams. Okay. That's 811 calories. So they want you to eat more whole grains for your health. Okay. And less meat and less saturated fat. Please, please comment down below and explain to me is there something I'm missing? Is there something about this that's going to increase my health?